The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Charlottesville, I'm Megan Moore. There's a bipartisan movement in Richmond to overhaul the way the state handles informal foster care placements. As Ben Pavier with VPM News reports, they're working to add guardrails to a system that has drawn criticism from parents, lawmakers, and youth advocates. Researchers generally agree that placing youth with relatives leads to better outcomes compared to moving them in with strangers in the foster care system. In Virginia, those kinship placements often happen informally. But some parents and activists say that process lacks accountability or clear rules. In a committee meeting last week, State Senator Barbara Favola said her bill would require relatives to be screened. Social workers would have to check in on the child within two weeks after they're placed. We're not just turning the child over to a relative or victim kin family and walking away. We're ensuring that that place is safe and the family is getting whatever supports they might need. Critics of the bill, including the Legal Aid Justice Center, say it gives too much power to social workers over the fate of the child. Favola said the legislation would still give parents the right to refuse the arrangement and go to court. Ben Pavier, VPM News. VPM News' Jad Khalil has been following the development of a surveillance system for the Richmond Police Department. He has this update on what was or wasn't in the system when it was announced in December. In December, Mayor LeVar Stoney announced the, quote, soft launch of Richmond's real-time crime center. Typically, real-time crime centers are built around a series of live camera feeds and technology allowing police to access private video feeds if the camera's owners agree. A grant the city applied for and won asked for funds to do that. But a records request shows that the city didn't have that tech in the new system. In fact, the city hadn't executed any new contracts for software in the RTCC since March. That's when VPM News got its contract for license plate readers, which were from another grant. VPM News asked a spokesperson for the mayor at the announcement was premature. He said that it was only meant as an update to Richmonders. Jad Khalil, VPM News. Democrats in the General Assembly are pushing to reinstate the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative. Virginia left the multi-state carbon market last year on an executive order from Governor Glenn Youngkin, who has said the program is a regressive tax. Democrats say the revenue it generates is necessary to mitigate flooding and reach energy efficiency goals. Democratic leaders filed budget amendments ordering state agencies to re-enter the program, according to the Virginia Mercury. If approved by lawmakers, Youngkin can veto the amendments. Delegate Mike Jones has presented a bill to the General Assembly that would empower localities to extend benefits to individuals in domestic partnerships. Jones said this measure is to acknowledge and support diverse family structures. Richmond City Council recently passed an ordinance to provide coverage to its employees in these types of relationships, but to go into effect, the state legislation first needs to be signed into law. Virginia lawmakers have recently begun to suggest some major changes to the state's primary education funding formula known as the Standards of Quality Formula. Megan Polly with VPM News reports. The funding system overhaul follows a report from the Joint Legislative Audit and Review Commission, 
which detailed numerous flaws with the current formula and recommended changes. Justin Brown is with JLARC and worked on the report. And we found uh, quite a few problems with the formula. It underestimates by a lot how many staff school divisions need. For example, the formula recently assumed that Virginia school divisions only needed about 113,000 full-time employees, when in reality, districts employed over 170,000 staff members, 51 percent more than the state estimated. Several lawmakers have filed bills addressing some updates to the system, like changes to how staffing for special education is funded. A separate work group has been tasked with recommending how to rewrite the entire formula by November 1st of this year. Megan Polly, VPM News. Community health workers and their allies took their fight for funding to the General Assembly on Thursday morning. VPM News' Henry Brannon has more. Shantini Jackson runs the Virginia Community Health Worker Association. She says the event was to raise awareness about a July 1 funding cliff that could cause about half of the community health workers employed at health districts to lose their job. We have amazing people with us. We have partners who help us get the message out. One of those partners is Ben Barber, policy director for Virginia Health Catalyst. He came along to promote a bill and budget amendment that the legislature is considering this session that would fix the funding cliff. We still need to find sustainable long-term financing the same way that we do for other public health professionals. That's Barbara making the case to Republican Delegate Will Moorfield from Southwest Virginia. Whatever we can do at the state level to provide assistance in a long-term revenue stream, I'm, I'm certainly supportive. And that's Delegate Moorfield's response. The group talked to about 30 other legislators. For VPM News and WMRA, I'm Henry Brannon. Henry's reporting is in partnership with Report for America. Central Virginia will begin to distribute new area codes to customers starting February 1st. The new 686 number will be given to anyone requesting a new service or additional phone line in parts of Central Virginia and the Northern Neck, including Chesterfield, Henrico, Richmond, and Petersburg, according to WWBT. Virginia State Corporation Commission says the new area code is expected to last approximately 32 years and will not affect existing 804 customers. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.